Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Angel Rebo. Angel, you are the CEO confidant. Uh, your website, angelrebo.com, will actually go to your LinkedIn profile. So you are pretty bullish on LinkedIn. Am I right? I am. I am, I am indeed. Thank you very much for having me, Josh. And thank you, everybody who's listening to us today, of course. You're in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth uh, area. And tell me, what does a CEO confidant do? <laughs> well, what we do, my team and I, what we do is basically we help both corporate CEOs and established entrepreneurs to bridge the gap globally for expansion and exposure as a way to accelerate the growth of their businesses. Mm. And so um, any particular company size, uh, industries, anything like that? Th- that's, a, that's a great question. I, we typically choose the business leader. So it depends on the profile of the business leader. We don't go after a specific industry or vertical market. We Mm -hmm. basically look for people or business leaders or business owners that really want to change, number one. Number two, that want to make this world a better place. And number three, that want to leave a legacy. Those are the three traits of the profile of the business leaders that we work with. Yeah. And and so what should CEOs be doing then to create more sales for their organization? Well, I think that, and you have, we have seen this for the last 14 to 16 months as with everything that's going on in the world. I, 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 you know, my mission is really to connect the unconnected. I think that more than ever before, we have been disconnected from who we really are, but also from the people that really value the, the value proposition, the products and services that we provide to the world. So mm-hmm. I think that the most important thing that we really now have to have into consideration is to be able to connect with all these people that have been unconnected. And let me tell you something. It's very interesting. The other day I was talking to the senior vice president for sales of a $750 million company, medical devices, and he was telling me, you will not believe this, but the main challenge we have right now is to keeping our top sales guns, our top sales people here. And they say, why? Because you guys are doing, uh, you know, um, are, are manufacturing medical devices and you are, they're selling like hot cakes right now. Mm-hmm. You told me, yes, but guess what? They're not comfortable selling online. Really? So they're not comfortable selling. I mean, they, they, they used to sell everything, close those multi-million dollar deals, like shaking hands and going out and having a, a lunch or having a dinner, whatever that was. Right now they're struggling. They had lost three or four top salespeople of the organization. That's why I think that connecting the unconnected, Josh, is, has never been, been, been excuse me, more relevant than now. Yeah. So what do you see working really well in online sales? Like what, what, what are great organizations and great sales leaders doing? Number, I think that the most important thing is to be really conscious leaders in the sense that they really go inside of themselves and they're really authentic. They don't mm. pretend to be anybody else. You know, every single time, let's say those those salespeople that are afraid of selling online and they go and they take a, an online course of how to be, you know, how to be better selling online, following, you know, going to Teams or to, or to Zoom, whatever that was. I think that the most important thing is that they have to really resonate with the business leaders, with the buyers, with the CEOs that want to buy from them. I think that they really need to be authentic. And to be authentic, the only place that you can really tap into your genius is to going into your heart and make sure 
that you are being the authentic you, you to have a real a real human conversation as a starter to then start you know asking you know what is that that business leader that buyer whoever that is wants really to buy or or might want to buy because we are also something there's something that every every one of us who have been forever selling they were, we're always being told you have to identify the pain you have to identify the needs mm. of that company guess what if you start if you start just verbalizing it if you just just start saying this you're taking immediately the other party is going to a place of a scarcity because you're asking them about their pains you're asking them about about their needs what you really want to know is what they really want they have already done their 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 uh you know their homework it's not that they really know everything that they need that's what you know you have to know but the way you phrase it is extremely important very important again going back to being a real human being a conscious salesperson authentic that connects at the human level through a video system whatever that was yeah well that was my next question so let's talk about the mechanics and the platforms the tools like how can we leverage technology today to convey that authenticity that uh, number one uh use a platform that is really easy to use easy like extremely easy to use you don't want to be like you know entrenched on those you know technicalities of that of that of, of that sales something i really like to do before reaching the sales let's say prospect onto a video call the first thing i like to do is to connect with them at a personal level on linkedin and i'm going to repeat this a personal level i literally yeah. as you as you see i have a huge outreach on on linkedin and i literally receive hundreds of messages to connect with me every single week I don't I really don't like any of them. The the messages I send myself to connect with someone are one line long. One line long. Mm. One line long. So be authentic. If you want to automatize speaking of of techniques, speaking of tools, if you want to use one of those automation tools on LinkedIn, make sure that you're very human on the relationship, on the connection messages with these people. Number two, there's an amazing software I, I discovered last year. It's called Crystal. I have no interest with them, okay? Mm -hmm. Crystal. What Crystal does is an it's actually an uh, an artificial intelligence software that what it does, it actually learns about the unique personality of the person that is being described on that particular LinkedIn profile. Isn't it amazing? Mm. So, and it, it doesn't stop there. It not, it, it not only analyzes the personality of that person, but also of, offers you different options of that would be the nice copy that you use on that message if you wow. wanted to reach out to that person. Exactly. I really like to, I, I really like to use that technology because it gives me an additional edge. I can always, you know, craft a different message or shape it in a different way. But still, it has already given me a nice feedback of what, according to the verbiage, what that person is going to be about. Then after that, I actually use a piece of software I love. It's called Zapier, that probably you have heard of it, because I like <laughs> to connect stuff. I yeah, like to I'm connect. A, I'm, a, I'm a Zapier geek, yes. Okay, okay, <laughs> wonderful. So I connect my spreadsheets. I connect my LinkedIn automation tool. I connect my CRM. Uh, and I connect my calendar, my, my calendly, right? My tool to 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 create those, uh, you know, to create these, you know, entries on my calendar. I, I connect my um, Google Calendar and I connect my Zoom all together <laughs> with Zapier because I like automation. Why should I spend my time? You know, I have 
thank God I have in my team, I have a couple of developers who help me mm -hmm. constantly mm -hmm. to automize my business. And I keep on doing all the time because the real value I provide myself in the, in the relationship with my prospects or my clients is being myself fully present, fully authentic, trying to listen to them and trying to really make sure that I understand what they want at that particular moment in time. And also trying to make sure that I understand what they need, even though I don't phrase it like this. All right, Angel, we've all gotten bad, spammy LinkedIn DMs. Help us, Angel. Let's let's put an end to this, right? <laughs> what is, we all know what a bad one is. What would be some examples of some great one-line outreach messages that, that you feel are, um, you know, that, that they're going to convey your authenticity, um, but they're also effective? Yeah, very easy. Let me let me tell you one, which is extremely easy. Okay, so connecting you and I, and I might open opportunities in the future. That's it. That's it. That works very well. Remember, the most powerful word in the world of copywriting is you. That message, whatever your message is, it always has to have this you word. Okay, this is a very generic message. You are not filtering anybody, okay? So let's make, I mean, let's make it clear. You are not trying to go after anybody in specific, just saying, no. I, you know, I made I made a search of people. I have a whole bunch of people I want to reach out to, to, to right? Because I made a search previously using, using LinkedIn or using LinkedIn Sales Navigator, whatever that is. But then when I reach out to them, this is a very generic message. If I want, if I want to go after some specific but going to the brain of that people, typically I would say, you know, if you consider yourself a sales leader or the concept resonates with you, you know, I, I, I make that preamble, right? Or the message connects, you know, resonates with you. I would love to connect with you so that we might be able to help each other in the future. You see, again, one sentence, only one sentence. And this one... Compared to the previous one, you're already saying, I want to connect with you if you are a salesperson, if you are a sales mm -hmm. leader. And again, if you see this, it's so simple. You can extrapolate that to literally any single profile that you want to reach out to. And if those hundred, of those hundreds of messages that I receive every single week, let me tell you, none is like that. None is shorter than five sentences, maybe three sentences. None. <laughs> Every single character. <laughs> and 70 and 75% of them. So three out of four, they are already dumping at you oh. a whole bunch of things that you don't, you, you they don't even know if you want them or if you need them or if you might want them in the future. And guess what? The people mostly read the messages where on their on their smartphones. What's the size of the screen of the oh, smartphone? Yeah, please. Oh, come on. So give me a break. What are the chances of anybody reading, really, really reading, going deep onto a message on a, on a, on a smartphone? Too much. Seems, seems You seem too desperate if you're trying to pack in all those words and all those letters. But yeah, yeah, exactly. You seem that at the end of the day, you know, you and I, Josh, we have to be compassionate, right? So people do not know what, what, what they don't know. So that's why I always, I mean, put yourself in the shoes of the people that you want to connect with. Put yourself in their the shoes and then mm -hmm. take it from there. Take it from there. You want to be selective or you want to be like a, a wider net so you, you, you grab more people into your connection strategy.
Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So when you work with CEOs, tell me what, tell me what engagement looks like with you. Yeah. So basically we have a conversation about accelerating the growth of their business Mm -hmm. by going internationally. So basically we start talking about, okay, so you would like to go to a specific geographic area that they have expertise. Probably you, you, you read on my, on my bio that I have held more than 1500, uh, you know, CEOs in more than 33 countries. I was blessed with learning a lot of different languages. So the first thing we do is, okay, so we start talking about, you know, where would you like to go? Why, why would it make sense? Do you have already in place the, re, the legal resources, the product or services customization resources, so that when we go to that place and we start testing the water and testing your products and your services, everything is going to go smoothly? Do you already have in place you know, the HR advisory that you need to go to that place, how to recruit people in that in, in that particular geography. So the first thing is just make sure that we are on the same page and everything that we need to go internationally, to expand internationally, you know, is in place. When that is decided, then what we go and we say, okay, so these are the products and the services. This is what is called your value proposition. We analyze your value proposition and we say, okay, we are going to go after these specific customers in this specific industry with these specific products or services. And when we develop, we, de- we, we basically describe, we, we describe, we, we, we write together a plan, a deployment plan of your value proposition, products and services into that particular industry. And then, you know, typically our engagements are about one year, one year and a half. And it's always about, you know, business development. It's all about how are we going to reach that particular, you know, audience and that particular clients of those particular industries in, in that particular geography, excuse me. And very often we don't do it alone. And that's, again, that's another value that we bring, we as a team at the CEO of Confidamber and we bring to the table, which is that we already have established relationships with business partners, with clients, you know, with technology partners in, in, in more than 33 countries, which means that we can start using already existing distribution channels in that particular geography. And that's another thing that we do very well. We have Mm. established those human relationships with those clients, those friends, those business partners, those distributors, those value-added resellers, right? So that really shortens the, the process of those companies or those entrepreneurs, because we also work for entrepreneurs, when they want to go to those specific geographies. Yeah, what would be uh, an example of someone that you've worked with and the outcome that you helped them create? Yeah, so basically it's an entrepreneur and that entrepreneur had a specific offering. He had a course online, right? To mm-hmm. coach a specific people in a specific way, okay? Let's say for the sake of the example, it's someone that works very much, works with, with mindset, okay? So he's it's, it's a, it's a, it's a successful entrepreneur that works here, that is already successful here, that doesn't speak the language, for instance, in Latin America, but he only works with high-profile people. He only works with C-level executives here. So his premiums, he's, he's a high-net, you know, high-ticket offer. That's what he does here. So basically, we said, okay, so we're going to customize that to this other geography. But he doesn't speak Spanish. So we said, okay, so you are going to have to put in place, right, a recruitment process for people that are going to actually provide this, this uh, you know, this uh, uh, coaching services to the C-level executives, to the high net worth individual executives in that particular country, right? So actually right there at the same time that we were starting to deploy his coaching practice to this new geography, we were making money because we were recruiting 
coaches that were already coaches but were not certified in that particular way of mm-hmm. coaching mm-hmm. and he was willing to do that you know so we, you know that's that's a very good example that's a very good example of bringing a practice to a place where the language is different but where the audience already exists and obviously the ip right the way that that particular coach is is uses to be successful is has been developed by that particular person so again we obviously we supported that person with you know a lot of customization a lot of you know translation localization of products yeah you know processes and all the all this kind of thing and that's the example for a specific entrepreneur okay for yeah yeah for a, for a large and and also let me i haven't mentioned a, a word which is extremely important when we talk about going global which is culture culture we tend to think that even, for instance, I speak English, right? I speak the English with this amazing Texan accent, right? Everybody knows this. So <laughs> let's say, let's say, you know, I have a coaching practice, and as I speak English, I can go anywhere in the world. Let me tell you something: Australians and Brits, they don't, they don't, they don't buy coaching the same way that Americans do. Mm-hmm. A lot of people make this mistake, and it's so obvious. It's so obvious, but still, I mean. Ob- I mean, obviously, that you know, online is global, virtual is global. We anybody can go to the internet, but have you really made the effort of go after your particular audience in a particular geography? That even if they speak the same language, they actually make buying decisions, taking into consideration many other things related to the culture. Josh, this is a big blind spot right here, right right now. It's a big blind spot for many. Many of the entrepreneurs who are extremely successful, who are already on the seven, eight figures, really not no kidding, no kidding. And again, that's something that we have learned throughout time because culture is this thing that you're right, right. Nobody sees, nobody you know touches, but it's there. When when I was obliged to you know to go right. consistently internationally, I had to adapt and I had to learn that culture. So if we want to sell into Latin America, for, for example, Spanish speaking countries, yeah. right, which is sounds like there's a huge opportunity. And I think what I'm hearing you say is like, why not create a strategic alliance with somebody who's already coaching in there? You, you know, they are now just able to partner with you. You could expand your reach and your role. And now everybody wins. Um, but plus, they're also going to understand the cultural nuances. They're going to be crit- pretty critical if you want to be able to sell into that market. Am I, am I getting this right? Yes, but this is a this is a landing strategy. I would always have someone on my team. I would still hire someone on my team mm-hmm. in order like a bilingual guy that would help me to make sure that I was piloting that landing in that territory properly. Because I don't want to get anything, you know, I don't want to put any any of my IP or my core business at risk. So I would use that as a way to get to that country, and I would keep that source of my revenue and of my business active. But still, I would like to grab or grasp everything from that market through someone that I would hire to make sure that would be monitor me landing into that page and excuse me into that into that uh, geography. It's very important. I mean, even though you have an additional distribution channel or partnership program in place in that place, collaboration whatever that is, partnership, still have someone that will allow you to keep that to the core of your business. So you actually learn. Don't Mm. forget that. You have to learn. What you're learning is priceless. You cannot leave everything in the hands of someone someone that is external. Regardless of how good your lawyers are, Josh, regardless of how good your licensing agreements might be, 
to establish that partnership, I still would have someone from my own team that I would put to monitor and to learn and to keep all that knowledge as a part of the IP of the company. Make sense, Josh? Yeah, yeah. All right. So when we go to angelrebo.com, it's going to reconnect to your LinkedIn profile. Exactly. I go to your LinkedIn profile or someone's been listening to us. Uh, what should they do? Just make a connection with you and you'll take it from there? Oh, absolutely. I also typically I also give away my email address, which is very easy. It's angel A N G L at angelrebo.com. Rebo is my last name, four letters, R-I-B as in boy O dot com, angel at angelrebo.com. So yeah. I mean, I have, thank God we have, we are a team and, you know, uh, if, if it's not me, someone in my team is going to see that message. And let me tell you something, we respond to every single message. Literally, we engage in hundreds of conversations every single week, uh, Josh. I love it. All right. Angel Rebo, you are the CEO confidant. Angel, thank you so much for joining us. The pleasure has been mine. And again, thank you so much for uh, having me and thank you everybody watching or listening to this show today. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.